Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. Here with a name you know, and, and you should have known her from Fightful about, ah, uh, gosh, I don't know, nine, ten months ago, but then things happened in the world, and I didn't get to interview her here in the United States, but better late than never, right? It's Shaza McKenzie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Hello. Hello, universe. <laughs> I'm doing awesome. We're using your phone data here. How, how Are we racking That's up right. your bill? Um, I'm, I've like switched to prepaid because, um, I was like, when I was constantly traveling overseas, um, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll just turn my roaming on for like, you know, five minutes while I need to like order this Uber or whatever. And then it got a bit out of control. And so then we decided I wasn't responsible enough to have <laughs> a proper, <laughs> proper phone data. So once my contract ended, I just switched to uh, prepaid. You're going to end up with one of those phones that only calls and accepts calls, like like the, the parent phones yeah. that they have there. Yeah, it, that's got, what my husband will end up giving me. You got to be <laughs> safe about it. In this economy, you have to be safe about it, right? <laughs> Yeah, it, it was getting it was getting out of control. Like I'd come back with like three, four hundred dollar bills, and I'd be like, "Ooh, that's uh, that's wrong. <laughs> like, that's my bad." But but like I don't, I couldn't be angry at anyone. I was like, "Well, this is I did this. Like, yeah, I knew what I was doing. Like I'm an adult." But oh, my laundry's finished, guys. If you can hear that nice little well, we, we ringtone in the back, <laughs> fightful select exclusive. Shaza has clean clothes. Well, I have wet clothes that are clean. <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll see. They're not they're not wearable as of yet, but yeah, we we were supposed to talk last year. I think it was WrestleMania weekend, and unfortunately, that didn't happen. And I remember like it was like seeing it in real time. You're like, what is going to happen to me? Like, am I going to get stuck in this country or that country? You just you knew you were getting stuck somewhere, whether it be there or yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, I mean. I think it worked out better being stuck here. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. Like, well, like, depends. Like, career-wise, not the greatest. But, like, general well-being and health, yeah. probably better. You being alive, <laughs> it's way better that you're there than here. I mean, I, I yeah. do have... 
plenty of friends out that way, and like when I see them going to like circuses and stuff, I'm I'm getting mad about it because you all used common sense. Yeah, I mean, we just went well, you know, we kind of don't want to kill kill ourselves or other people, so uh, let's just do what the government's telling. I mean, there's still people that are like. No, the government is trying to control us. We cannot listen to them. But, like, that is what it is. And those that, people are everywhere. That's all it took? That's all it took for you all to... Man. Little, little If we would have only followed that formula, maybe we would have wrestling <laughs> events here now. But you did have a lot of stuff planned for for that time. Uh, like, how, how did that affect things for you? I mean, like, it feels like a lifetime ago now. Like, it's so strange that, like... I went through that, like, that a year ago, um, because, like, by this time last year, I would have had majority of that trip sort of booked and, like, scheduled. And so a year ago, I was, like, planning, I was, like, you know, like, tunnel vision, like, I'm going to America and I'm going to wrestle, like, a million shows and, like, I'm going to be the fucking best wrestler in the world and I'm going to take over the world, all these things. And, like, that's so far from what I can even think about now, which is so, like confusing and like the whole thing was like it it took a while to like deal with it like (laughs) it was very much like because it started like I went over and the world ended while I was on the plane which was great loved that um but like also that was when they first put in like the two-week um like the two-week quarantine so I was like there and it's like if I go home and then in two weeks everything just goes back to normal yeah. and I miss out on like the other 20, 30 bookings that I had, like, what have I done? Like, we had no idea at that point. We had no clue what this is going to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it- oh, yeah. it'll be fine. Like, oh no, don't cut out. Oh no. It's that phone data. It's that pre. It's, it's that parent uh, no. phone she's got now. I'm leaving this in. I'm, oh, no. I'm, I'm exposing Shaza McKenzie for having wet clothes and, and bad data. This is what's going to happen. It'll be good, like, because this will use this to plug my Patreon. I'll be like, give me money because I, I have phone I use well, prepaid phone. I've already got your, your my Patreon clothes link. clothes are always wet. I've got your link, your Patreon <laughs> link below you right now. I was on top of that. I went, See, guys? I went see? and laid it in Love there. It. Now, see, none of this would have happened. If you had been able to sign with WCW 2021. I would have had millions of dollars. Would have had millions. Like yeah. literally, literally millions of dollars. I would have been like, I, would have, I wouldn't have cared if I used all my phone data. <laughs> I would be like, sign me up for another plan. I'll use another $100,000 of phone data on roaming. I'll just use roaming when I don't need to. I'll just like turn my phone into a like South African phone. So it's constantly roaming even when I'm in Australia. Like, that's what I'll do. Have you had any of these, like, fake promotions hit you up? Because there's been a few. Like, I've seen they'll, like, advertise certain, like, like high-level indie wrestlers. They'll be like, this person's going to be here in California in September. But they're not, and everybody knows they're not. Like, they've just been signed by AEW type of stuff. Yeah, there was, like, there was this guy, what was it, was it Alex Mack or something? There was, like, yes. I don't know. He, yes. He, like, he 
was trying to book me for some like I think he he ended up booking me for a show this time around in my the tour that I was doing that I was totally convinced wasn't going to happen um even without a pandemic but then he paid me money like he sent me money and then like I was talking to the promoter and, I, and the promoter's like yeah it's actually going to happen I was like I don't think this is actually going to happen mate because I've dealt with this man before and I'm, like it's real fun to just be like yeah okay I'll do it because I know that like nothing's going to come of it yeah. and then if something better comes along I'll just do like I had a backup plan already that like for that day I was like planning for that day to not actually happen and I was like yeah I'll probably do this other thing instead that day um because he'd done like he'd advertised me like what was it it was like what was it? he had something zero one USA that was his thing right like I don't know yeah and he was like he advertised me for that at some point and I was like yeah whatever and it's, it's all gibberish to, like and whatever happens, I was like, he's either going to fly me to America or he's not going to fly to me to America. Either way, I don't really lose it. I don't lose anything. I either get a free flight to America or I don't. So we, We've talked a lot about you not wrestling. You are, in fact, a wrestler and a pretty good one. Um, you have worked for real companies in the past as well. Uh, NXT, you, you did a couple spots there with a, with a fellow Australian in uh, Tennille Dashwood. How did that first appearance uh, come come about? Like, who hit you up about that? Okay, so that was, like, the most uh, random, uh, like, just panic mode ever of my life. Uh, so at the time, I was over for one of my shimmer trips, and when I do shimmer trips, I go to Florida, and um, we stay with Lexi Fife, and we shoot customs because that also makes us money, and we like money. Sure. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so the, it was, it was 2015. So, um, the Iconics had just been signed. Um, and it was, I think it was the first time we'd been over to the U S since they'd gone signed. So we were always planning on like me and the group of, of people that were there, we're always planning on going to that TV taping because we wanted to watch their first, like, well, the first time that we could see them live yeah. wrestling at NXT, like, that's really cool. Um, so we were always planning on going. And then, so the night before, the day before the taping, um, we did like a custom shoot and then we were going to go to Halloween Horror Nights that night. And then the next day we were just going to, I don't know, shop in the morning and then go to the TV taping at night and see our friends and be like, cool. Um, so then we did our, we did the like taping, uh, did, did our customs. Um, and then Madison Eagles, like, while I was like getting changed, she's like, Lexi needs to talk to you. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, um, cause I swear a lot, literally, because I swear a lot. She'd been getting really angry at me because I'd been swearing a lot um, in front of her very young daughter at the time. Um, <laughs> and swearing isn't as uh, welcomed in a, in America sure. as it is here. So I was like, she's going to like, she's calling in to have a talk to me, how she's going to like dock my pay because I kept swearing. Um, <laughs> and then anyway, so she pulls, she pulls me into her room and she's like, okay, so they want you there at 1 p.m. tomorrow. I was like, What? She's like, yeah, they want you at, um, at full sale at 1 p.m. tomorrow. And I was like, who wants me at tomorrow at 1 p.m.? What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, um, like uh, they want you, Evie and Kaylee Ray, 1 p.m. tomorrow. And I was like, cool. And she's like, so what do you have to wear? I was like, nothing. What are you talking about? Like, I what? Like, I'm on holiday. I'm like half on holidays. I'm just here hanging out. What do you, like, I was like, I don't know. I think I have a black dress somewhere and maybe some shoes. And then she's like, okay, well, do you have any jewelry? I was like, no, I don't wear jewelry. I don't wear makeup and jewelry. Like I'm not a girl. Like, 
Um, so she like opened up her wardrobe and she like went through all her like jackets and jewelry and stuff. And she was like, okay, we can put this with this and this and this. And I was like, cool. And then she, and I was like, are we still going to Halloween Horror Nights? She's like, yep, we're still going to Halloween Horror Nights in like an hour. And I was like, what do you mean? And so we went to Halloween Horror Nights. And we didn't get home till like 3 a.m. Because we're like, Lexi is in Tampa, not in Orlando. Yeah. So we get home at like 3 a.m. And then I'm like, well, I've got a tan. So I'm tanning at 3 a.m. And then I have to get up at like, freaking i don't know like i have to be out the door at like 9 a.m or something to get to full sale by 1 p.m still me kaylee and evie have no idea what, like we're just what is going on just this whole car car ride there we're like what like is this a rib like do they what why do they what what do you mean what's happening and then i got there and then like just saying hi to everyone blah 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 and like i saw and like luckily at this time it was there was a lot of like independent girls there and also a lot of Australians because the Iconics were there and Tenille was there obviously so like I actually had like my best friends there so I was a lot more at ease once I was there because I was like oh Justin Cass good um and then I saw Tenille and she's like yeah I think it's you and me tonight and I was like what and she's like yeah I think um they they said like that you guys were coming and I, I asked if I could um wrestle you because like you know you were my last match before I came here and I thought that would be a really cool story and I was like okay <laughs> what <laughs> and then it just all happened like it just happened really fast all of it like and then it was over and I was like I don't know what just happened and then I just went to Wawa because I was like we were driving back and I was like there's a fucking Wawa to make today the best day of my life I need to have Wawa as well so I, there's like this photo of me just drinking like a Wawa shake and with my Wawa hoagie and I still have my full like WWE makeup on and I'm in my dress, but I look like a mess and I'm just like, this is the best moment of my life. I hope. And that sums it up. I hope that Lexi Fife's young daughter was around when you said there's a fucking Wawa as well. (laughs) That would have been. Like, bro, I swear so much in front. Like, it's just, it's, swearing's not like. Like, swearing's not loved in Australia by, like, the older folk. Yeah. But, like, my generation, like, we just swear. Like, words that you guys find offensive, I will just say nonstop. And I have to stop myself from saying them um, a lot. When I, like, like the C word, very commonly used. Yes. Very, comes out of my mouth a lot. Um, and I have to be very careful about that. Oh, it's, it's one of the more reviled <laughs> words here, like... Like if you say that, you'll get audible gasps. You'll yes, <gasps> I know, I am aware because I've said it. <laughs> so your second, well, first off, what kind of feedback did you get there? Like, did anybody come up to you and they're like, "Hey, we like what you did." Hey, you're is that really your gear? Um, did anybody say anything to you? <laughs> like, so like uh, Del Rey was the agent, and like, so I was like, "Oh, like you know, is that like?" fine like what did you want and she was like yep that's fine like you did like no what like <laughs> every everything there is very like it's I don't know I don't know you don't know what's happening um you just, I just shook hands with as many people as I could and like smiled and <laughs> did what, what like but I wasn't meant like at that point like 2015 this is before they did their big like indie indie girl hiring like this is before the Kimberleys and the Heidi Lovelaces and everything like that so at that point I really at no point in my career thought I was going to be a signed wrestler like it was just not even a consideration of mine like at no point had I been like you know one day I'm going to make it to WWE I just it wasn't 
it just wasn't even on my thought. I was like, well, I'm not a model and I'm never going to be a model. And um, I knew like, obviously that Australian girls had been signed, uh, but like Jess and Cass and Tennille, like they were very like, they knew what they had to look like and they went and they made themselves look like that in the, like not, they didn't do anything drastic yeah. to themselves, yeah. but like they, they like, they put in the work and they worked out and they made sure that they looked like superstars um and I just at that point had never like I was just like I'm just happy wrestling like I get to wrestle for shimmer that's pretty cool like I'm you know I get to wrestle with my friends I get to travel the world like I'm I'm pretty happy but then once I had that like that taste like that I I think here's like the the thing that always I think set it off for me was um Taz has had I don't know if he still has a podcast but he had a podcast at the time and he would review NXT and he was reviewing my match. Um, and he said, he was like, said that I did something. And he was like, well, that was stupid, you know, like, because I think I did the splits. Like, why would you do the splits? You can see she coming at you and then she dropped, whatever. But like, what I took away from that was that it, no, he said like, oh, this is your debut. Like, why would you want to, why would you do something that makes you look a bit silly? And I was like, he thinks I work there. Like, he doesn't think I look completely out of place. Yeah. And that was like, that was, I was like, maybe I can do this. You took it as more of maybe. a positive than a negative. Yeah. yeah. Like I was like, yeah, I was like, I didn't look like, it wasn't like very obvious that I was just some random indie talent. Like he, he didn't like, that wasn't even a thought in his brain. And so I was like, maybe, maybe if I like try, <laughs> I can do this. And so then I started trying like five years ago. <laughs> Please tell me the second time you came in was just as interesting as the first. No. <laughs> the second time was was a bit less. The, the second time was a bit more of, because um, once I turned into I think I can do this, I turned into like hustle mode shaz. Okay. And I was like, I was like, hey, Mr. Canyon Seaman, um, here's all my tapes every single like three months. Hey, where's yeah. this tryout? Hey, can I come? Oh, I'm in town. Can I do this? Hey, do you want us to have a chat? Like, I was very like, g'day, mate. I'm here. <laughs> like, let's have some chats. I'll show you what I can do. Um, so it was, it was a bit more um, organized with that. But I was, so that the second time I did was after WrestleMania weekend, the 2018 WrestleMania weekend, Orlando, yeah. uh, not Orlando, New Orleans. Um, and I got horrifically sick and I'm pretty sure a lot of people got horrifically sick at um, WrestleMania weekend. And I specifically like, I like, I've never been that sick in my life. Like I missed WrestleMania because I like, I had tickets to WrestleMania and I was like, I physically could not leave the house. The WrestleMania Um, flu people, people get it every year. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but this was the worst one I've ever felt in my (laughs) life. Um, And I was like, I specifically got it. Like I didn't get it during Ring of Honor, but I remember like I was because one of the real things that I wanted to go to was I wanted to go to um, Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor. Um, what what do they have? Uh, I don't know what it's called. It's not. Is it Supercard of Honor? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever their WrestleMania one is. Okay. Yeah. 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 Supercard of Honor. Yeah. See, I knew. Um, but it was the big. It was the big Cody Kenny match. It was finally yeah. Cody Kenny. It was Bullet Club is fine. Bullet Club is fine. Yes. And I remember specifically being in the crowd and just feeling my fever like start during this match. Oh, and I was like, no. "Oh, this is the end of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am, I am not okay." 
and this is the match that I have been like the most hyped for in my entire life. Like, and I was, cause I'm such a, like a mark um, <laughs> and it just is what it is. Like, that's fine. I don't care. Like I just love wrestling. Um, and I was so hyped and then I just was horrifically sick. And then I was literally in bed for like three days from that. So that was Saturday night. And then I was sick all of Sunday. I was in bed. And then on Monday we drove to Florida. So I was in the car sick. And then I made everyone else sick. Um, oh, no. but then, so then, yeah, I made everyone like, oh, no. because I'm traveling like in a group of Australians and like, um, <clears throat> we all just got horrifically sick, but they were all sick for like shimmer weekend, which was the next weekend. I got like better by shimmer weekend, but like I was horrifically sick. And I think so on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday, I like was like out of bed. Okay. And then Wednesday <laughs> I was at like the tape and I just remember being like I have haven't eaten or done but I was really skinny because I hadn't eaten so that was good (laughs) (laughs) I was like I haven't eaten for like three days you've got you've got a full podcast and just talking about the shit that happened before you did certain like like your televised stuff like did you get hit by a car before all out what happened there Oh, like, my, did, did do you happen? want to know my all-out story? I want to, yes. So, while we're, yes, all, while okay. we're on a roll, yeah, I so was there. My all-out was... story is is more like, this is just my, my life of roller coasters. So, okay, um, all-out 2019. So I met Brandy and Cody in November 2018. They came down to Australia and they were doing a tour and I wrestled Brandy. Um, and this was before they'd announced AEW. Uh, I wrestled Brandy after the match. She pulls me aside and she goes, look, you've probably heard some rumors. They're true. And I said, fuck. And, and, and <laughs> it's happening, guys. And then she it's said, happening. WCW, we're bringing it back. <laughs> we're bringing said. it back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, she's like, oh, you know, so this is like true. And like, um, I definitely want you to be a part of it in some way. Um, and all this stuff like you know thugs. say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So, like, keep in contact, blah, blah, blah. Like, come to, to Vegas and we'll chat more in Vegas. Because I was already going to be in America at that time, like, when Vegas was happening. And then I ended up getting booked at StarCast and everything. So, I was in Vegas anyway. Yeah. Um, so, and I went to Double or Nothing. And I have my Double or Nothing. Uh, this is this is real lame Chad stuff. I have my double or nothing ticket in my wallet um, every day, so that it's like it's like a reminder because like that's the goal. Like AW always be the goal. You've frozen, so I don't know if you're hearing this story. Oh, I heard but... it. I heard it. <laughs> okay, I was like, you frozen. I was like, this is. Oh, I'm telling my. I'm 
pouring my heart out here and you've frozen on me. Um, so like I have my ticket. And the, but anyway, that's, I digress. So I kept in contact with Brandy and everyone like that um, throughout the time. She'd always told me that they were going to, that they were doing like a battle royale at um, All Out. Like she told me like that's probably what we're looking at, you know, doing. Um, so then about a month before it, um, I, I, I guess I followed up or maybe she just messaged me out of the blue and she's like, look, like, um, unfortunately, like with visas and everything, like, we're just, we're not going to be able to, um, use you and, um, it's just not going to go ahead at, at this point in time. So this is about a month out of all out. Um, so then I went into a deep depression, um, you know, ate my body weight worth of everything I could find. Cause I'd spent, you know, like the past seven, eight months being like, I'm fucking making it guys. This is it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and then I was just like, oh, I hate my life. Um, and so then I was miserable for like two weeks. And then one morning I just woke up and I had a text message and she said, Hey, are you still free on August 31st? And I said, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. No, Brandy Rhodes. Uh, I am in fact busy on that day. I, Goodbye. I have, <laughs> I have my job, but that's okay. I will tell them goodbye um, because this is more important. Um, but yeah, and then like two weeks, I had two weeks notice and I was like, oh fuck, like, I don't know, like panic. Like it was such a like, like roller coaster of life. But that's wrestling. Wrestling is a fucking roller coaster. I don't, like <laughs> it's just people don't talk about how much of a like, you go from these super highs to these, like, just you just fucking crash. And then you have to go up again. And it's just hard, man. Um, and that's why we're all emotionally and mentally unstable. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, normally, <laughs> normally I'd be like, let's let's save whatever led to her being booked on AEW Dark for another show. But some some turd podcaster will hear this and they'll be like, no, no. Now I want the story. <laughs> Please explain to me how you got booked for AEW Dark. <laughs> okay, so AEW Dark, um, again, completely different. Like, AEW Dark, much less um, overwhelming. Um, that, that was, um, I had Shimmer, and I was, like, booked for Shimmer, and I was booked for StarCast. So I had, like, a week in between that I was just in America because I just, you know, I just fly to America and I do whatever I have to do and I just, and I just hang out, you know? Not really. I just try to Nydia, be in as many places Nydia as I have to be. told me she did that. After she left WWE, Nydia was like, I only took bookings in, like, Italy and places I wanted a vacation. Well, and she would smart. just stay there. She came to Australia. She yeah. came to Australia for yeah, one of I, re- I was there. I watched her. Her versus Kale Kim. It was fucking 2014 World Series Wrestling International Assault Tour. Wow. Uh, and then I wrestled on the International Assault Tour when it returned, and it was this big full circle thing because I was in the front row of when Nidia and Gail Kim and everyone wrestled, and that was the day that I touched Bully Ray's fucking armpit, and I just remember that. And, like, I put my arm out, and he just jumped on all the people in the corner, and I was like, my arm is in your, your armpit, oh. sir. Oh. But it is what it is. It's horrible. My life is strange. That's horrible. (laughs) Did you go to therapy for that? No, like, I mean, I think I, like, refused to wash my hands. She's fine, guys. (laughs) She's okay. Sign her. Sign sign her. She's completely fine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, so, uh, AW Dark. Yeah, AW Dark. Um, So I was going to America, and I think I, like, I literally... Just I messaged Brandy and I was like, oh, "Hey, like I'm gonna be in America from this date to this date. If you guys have any 
anything, uh, any work or anything. And she was like, let me message Tony. And then like 20 minutes later, she's like, yep. So this date. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, she's like, yeah, CD will send you all the information, you know, just, it's fine. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why was this so easy? <laughs> like, what? And then, yeah. And then that happened. And then, you know, I just stay in contact, I guess, for whenever the world decides to stop ending. Yeah. Which, you know, it is what it is. It's really hard to follow up past that because I'm sure that, like, maybe something could have happened in 2020 based on how everything went there, but we we don't know now. Yeah. Have you been in contact with them, like, at all since then? Because, I mean, it's not there's not really much they can do, but contact them. Yeah, like, not since... um, the pandemic yeah when i was going to america when i was going to be in america for two months there was communication and places and things like that there was you know the the door wasn't shut they weren't like please leave us the fuck alone yeah um you're a bit of a creep um they were like yeah okay cool so um i don't know like i'm not it's I can't like obsess over it or like be like, this is what I need to do or this is what I want to do or like, because it's just so like, it's like, it's probably like, I'm probably not going to be able to leave the country this year. I don't think like the way things are going, like even if there's a vaccine, I don't think it's going to, I mean, there is a vaccine right now, but like, yeah, like the world (laughs) is like ending. Like it's, it's not going, it's, it's not something that's in the foreseeable future. So it's not something I'm going to, if I worry about it, I'll just get really depressed and um, hate life. So, because I'll be like, oh, but I'm not like famous on TV. So I'm just like, um, whatever. Like, I'll just be happy for all the people that are famous on t- TV and I'll just watch all the wrestling and I'll remember why I liked wrestling and why I decided I wanted to be a wrestler was because I liked watching wrestling. So I'm just going to enjoy doing that. And then, I mean, I still wrestle here. It's yeah. very different. Um, very different. But, <laughs> you know, it's. It is what it is. Like, I still get to go to training every, like, every week, twice a week, or once a week. I still, like, I still, wrestling is still such a huge part of my life, like, even when I'm not traveling. So, and, like, my husband's a wrestler, like, so it's just, like, it's my life. My friendships, are, all my friends are wrestlers. Like, it's my social circle. It's my life. But I just don't travel at the moment, and I just can't worry about the world and the future and all that stuff. And I don't know why I'm waving my hands around. So (laughs) this is for all the people watching the video. Well, I mean, like we legitimately did tentatively plan something for WrestleMania week. I was going to do a bunch of in-person interviews and then probably like three weeks out, I was like, they had booked a show for me to host. And I was like, I ain't fucking doing it. I was like, I'm not doing it. (laughs) This is like not not with the way that these things are. And I was like, oh, you know what? Well, I'll talk to her in a few months. I'm sure I'll talk to her yeah. in the summer at some point. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, by the fall or the winter. And now it's like, well, you know what? I better schedule that Shazza McKenzie interview because I don't know when the world's <laughs> going to be normal again. Yeah. I, like when I flew back, I remember because um, I like the, my flights got all fucked up. So I had like a flight credit and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just book flights for, like, SummerSlam weekend. Like, I'm sure everything will be fine by SummerSlam weekend. Like, I'll just come over then and see what happens. Like, then I'm not wasting these flight credits or whatever. Um, I'm very glad I didn't do that because uh, the world still continued to end. But, like, at my t- at the time, I was like, well, August, yeah, we'll be fine by then. Like, 
why wouldn't we be? I got my <laughs> wife $600 worth of concert tickets. And, of course, they don't let you just have the money back. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. no, it's postponed. It's postponed. Yeah, it's all canceled. It's... Yeah. Yes. Like it's the Olympics or something, and they feel like they got to do it. They just can't cancel it or anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's, there's so much to talk to you about. But we'll save a lot of that for another time because I'm going to do – I do on this uh, what's the opposite of shooting hard – I ask people to shoot softly and say oh, nice I... things about people okay. in wrestling. So I hope that you don't secretly hate any what of these if people. I, what if I don't have any nice things to say about them? Well, the first one's AJ you Gray. Uh, oh, so I don't have anything nice to say about him. <laughs> Come on. No, AJ is a very entertaining wrestler, and I was very much looking for He was going to kill me. Let's yeah, be oh, honest. yes, he like, was. Like, he was, like, like legit, like, shoot. Like when this pandemic happened, I was like, maybe I like made this pandemic happen because I realized (laughs) that I was going to die. So I subconsciously destroyed the world to prevent myself from being beat the shit out of by AJ Gray. He struck me during an interview. I mean, like a light light tap, but still. (laughs) But but I imagine a light tap by him is still not, not, you know, ideal. (laughs) <laughs> he's, he's a tough guy. Okay, how about a person you've worked with in the past? She's also not been able to make it into the States lately, Riho. Oh, she is just um, an angel. I got to, like, travel in um, Singapore. I, we, we did a tour in Singapore together because Random Life. Um, and we spent a whole day, like, sightseeing in Singapore. And uh, no one could speak anyone's language. In, <laughs> it was just the most – It was, but it was so much fun. Um, cause it was just like, it's just like a nice little adventure. And she's also just like the most amazing wrestler in the world. Tiniest human, most amazing wrestler in the world. Uh, a girl that we have seen on AEW a lot lately that you've worked with, Layla Hirsch. <gasps> she is like, I am so glad that she is getting like her, like, what is it? Like getting her roses. Is that what people say? I don't know. Yeah, what it, it works. Is. It works. But, like getting, getting her, like. Educate the people. The Expand like their vocabulary. Been, I like it. Yeah. Like she, she's been doing this for so long. And I remember like when I got booked against her, which would have been 2019. Yes. Cause now we're, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and like, I hadn't heard of her because DJ Hyde had just been like harboring her, like in his <laughs> little, his little thing that he has, his little harboring tree. I don't know. Um, and, but, and I was asking her and I was like, how is this girl just not like up and down every coast doing everything? And so I'm glad that she's finally getting it all. Uh, a person that we, we saw you work with a lot, Jordan Grace. She's made uh, an impact in impact. <laughs> that was good. It wasn't really, it wasn't really <laughs> it at was all. Great. It wasn't. I love it. No. That's what I uh, live for that. Uh, no, I love Jordan. She's like one of my favorite people to wrestle um, in the world. Like she's phenomenal. Um, our, my first match with her, which was at um, Nova Pro, rest in peace, um, <laughs> was uh, like just, yeah, it was just one of my favorite matches that I've ever had. And I've had the chance to wrestle her a bunch of more times because she's come down to Australia a few times. That's not happening anytime soon, but hey, oh. uh, no, nah, but She's good. no, I love I love her. I love wrestling her. I think she's hilarious. <laughs> I don't like to date my interviews because it usually takes me a couple weeks to get them out. But we saw Melina on Raw this past week. You wrestled her once upon a time. 
I did. I, okay, so when I read, so the first time that Melina, well, it probably wasn't the first time she came to Australia. She definitely came to Australia when she was with WWE. Yeah. But she came to Australia in like 2018 and we were supposed to wrestle twice. There was like, we were supposed to wrestle in the main event of this one random show and then also this triple threat um, in this other random show because wrestling's random. And we were supposed to wrestle twice. And then she like, did, she did her knee or whatever. And so she still came and she, we did like a, like Mike's body stuff or whatever. I don't know. I was like, you're an old wash bit, washed up has-been, blah, blah, blah. I'm the future, but, you know, gibberish crap. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, and that's when I first met her. And she's just like the nicest, like the sweetest like person in the world. And it was really cool for me because Melina was such a like, um, I started watching wrestling in 2004. So like Melina, the Mickey James, like that era of like WWE girls are like what I watched. Um, so like media. And I, I used to go to WWE shows dressed as Melina. Like I used oh, to wow. wear a short fucking short skirt with my fluffy fucking boots. And then I'd wear a wrestling shirt. It wouldn't necessarily be an Eminem shirt, but it would be like something. Yeah. Um, Cause I'd be like, yeah, look at me. I'm like the hot girl that goes to wrestling shows. I wasn't, <laughs> but I thought I was, um, <laughs> but it is. Uh, but yeah and so then a year later she came back to Australia and we finally got to wrestle and it was the coolest thing ever it was just like I mean like you never get to wrestle people that you genuinely idolized as a child like especially as a female like guys I think get to wrestle people that they genuinely idolized a bit more often not often but like it's a bit more common because like the guys that were on TV continue to wrestle for a while whereas the girls that were on TV they don't really like wow. they're like they're they're out like they're like <laughs> bye like oh wrestling's fucked bye um so <laughs> to get to wrestle someone that i genuinely looked up to was fucking cool man that's <laughs> why cool. i thought serena was such an anomaly last year even though she wasn't like on tv or anything she quit or she stopped wrestling so early that she stopped like she stopped for five years and they're like oh wait she's still young enough to have like this full-on run and she's yes. really great oh my god like when she when they announced her match with thunder like the first one i was like because like i like i i've i've known serena like i've worked um bloody whatchamacallit shimmer like with her like after her like after her wwe run but before and before her like mini retirement yeah, whatever yeah. Like I knew her, I knew her like a little bit and like, you know, I didn't, it's like she knew when I did the last time I did NXT, she was there as um, the train, a trainer and she re remembered me. I was like, oh my God, she remembers me. Like she's Serena Deeb. Like, cause to me, she's yeah. like Serena fucking Deeb. Like it's just, yeah. And then she's now she's just freaking on top of the world again. I'm sorry that I swear so much and you no, say like so it. I'm all for it. Uh, how about a name to, as, as we wrap up this segment that uh, some American fans might not know, but those familiar with your career will Allison Wonderland. Oh, so Allison Wonderland, um, who's now Harley. Harley yeah. Yeah. Um, she, so she started training, I think three months before me. Um, and so then I had my first match with her and we're act like, I mean, I, I don't think she, she, did she wrestle last year? I think she wrestled like maybe at the start of last year, but like, I don't know, it doesn't really, like last year yeah. was such a, I was like, I don't know, does she still wrestle? But nobody <laughs> still wrestles at the moment. So yeah. I don't really know. Um, and I think, I think she was, too, but like, she's been with me like my whole career. She lives um, about two and a half hours away from me. So, but like I've for 10, 13, 12 years, whatever it is, I don't know, too many years. 
like I've pretty much seen her on a, you know, bi-monthly at least basis for, you know, all of it. Like she was at my wedding. She was at my like 21st birthday. I think she was at my fucking, no, she wouldn't have been at my 18. Was she at my, no, I was, I was over 18 when I started training. She was not at my 18. (laughs) I didn't have an 18. I was a loser. I was into wrestling when I was 18 and I didn't, and I wasn't yet a wrestler. So I was just a loser. Wrestling. (laughs) But like, it's not cool, man. It's not cool Um, when you're like a girl and you're like, like I was real cool. Like at the start of high school. And then like, I decided I liked wrestling when I was like 15, 16. Um, And then I, then I dropped out of high school and was like, I just like wrestling now. That's my only like. People used to give me shit about it all the time. And now that they know that I'm pulling a salary and I got a contract for it, they're like, oh man, that's so cool. We always knew you would, you'd be doing this. No, you didn't. I haven't talked to you since high school. Get out of here. Yeah. No, I like, I haven't talked to anyone that I went to high school with in probably a decade, but I still have like them on Facebook and stuff. And like every now and then I'll post something wrestling and they'll be like, whoa, you really did it. And I'm Oh, no, she's frozen. I said I was going to be a wrestler, man. No! Oh, it's okay. No! It's okay. We got you oh. back. What it does is it freezes and then it speeds up really fast. <laughs> so, my God. My God. So, Shaza, tell the people where they can find you. Tell the people where they can support what you're doing. Of course, we have your, your – I can't reach over into your window on my overlay, but we got your Twitter handle and your Patreon uh, yes, my Twitter and my Patreon, wherever it is, um, at Shazza underscore McKenzie. Oh, at Shazza underscore McKenzie. Yes. Um, for, for the Twitters and for the Instagrams. Uh, then Patreon. Uh, what else do I have? I have a big cartel. Uh, it's currently closed at the moment because I was moving house and I was like, oh, I'm panicked. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably put that back up soon. Um, it exists. Uh, what else do I have? Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, at sh- uh, slash Shazza McKenzie. Uh, I have wrestler merch if you're Australian, which is the same concept as pro wrestling yeah. tees, but much cheaper. And if you're Australian and cheap ships in Australia. Yes. Um, so if you're American or overseas, you use pro wrestling tees. If you're Australian, use wrestler merch. Uh, I think, oh, I have Cameo. I never use it, but you can, you can order me a, ca- a Cameo yeah, from me. Get- like, I, have a ri- I have a ring light, guys. I can... I'm ready. She didn't use it today. I used mine. You didn't use yours, but she's got one. I was one. using it. I was using it in the room that didn't like me, and so then now we're out here. Well, I don't even have any lights on. <laughs> I appreciate the effort regardless, and I'm glad that we could finally make this happen. We probably need to talk again later this year, assuming things happen in the universe, but I mean, I'm I'm just here to find out how you got booked on shows now because that, that gets... <laughs> Give it, I'm giving of... away the, the the booking, like how to get booked information. I'll write a whole book, guys, how to get booked. Just randomly be places and then they'll just pick you for some reason and you won't have any idea why. And then you'll it'll blow your mind and then you'll be obsessed with what's wrong with you and what's right with you and everything else. And then you'll have a complex and, I, I don't know, probably implode. I've heard of people getting booked because the other person was asleep backstage and they're like, sorry, this guy had a match. Now you got a match type of thing. That's that's the Jesus. Nature, that's the nature of the wrestling world, guys. Check oh. out Shaza on Twitter, on Instagram, all those places. Shaza, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. I don't know why I'm bugging. I'm sorry. I until, don't know what to do with my hands. Until next time, guys. We're out. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.